Welcome to our podcast. This is Explore the PNW. Join us on our adventures of the beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm your host, Joel. And this is Debbie. Hey, Deb, how's it going? It's going good. Excellent. Our travels of the Explorer, the PNW, have taken us to the beautiful city of Missoula, Montana. Right. Right. That's where we stopped first before going to Yellowstone. Yes. And uh, because Yellowstone was calling for snow, thunderstorms, and pouring rain, we decided to extend our stay in Missoula. Right. So we came up with some very fun activities to do while we were there. Yes. Very spur of the moment stop, which was, I think, beneficial. I think so. Yeah. So we started out. Our first day was a sleep day for Debbie. Yes. I was very tired. You're exhausted. And so then the next day we decided to explore a bit. And then we went on this super cool hike, um, like a lot of smaller towns they have kind of these um, letters up on the mountain. And in Missoula, because it starts with an M, they actually have um, a big M up on this hillside. And it's called the Mount Sentinel M Trail. Yes. M for Missoula, I think. But although across the valley, there's an L too. Oh, that was for a different high school or something. Yeah, I think they're named after the high schools or something like that. Anyway, so um, how? what was the length again of the M Trail, Deb? Okay, let me read this to you. Okay. The perfect. distance is three and a half mile. No, three-fourths of a mile. Three-fourths. That's a big difference. Yeah, that really is a big difference. It feel, felt like three miles. It, it really did. To the M and one and three-fourths miles to the top of Mount Sentinel. So it looks like we didn't go to the top. No, we went to the M. Okay. The M on the west face of Mount Sentinel has been a Missoula landmark since 1908, when Forestry Club members forged a zigzag trail up the mountain and students carried up stones to shape the symbol of University of Montana. Yeah, so it's right there on the university. Like you can, you could literally sit up there and watch a football game if you wanted to. Yes. Okay. It says time brought several transformations to the M in 1912, a wooden letter replaced the one made of stone when the wooden M was blown off the mountain in 1915. It was replaced with more permanent, larger stones of the letter M the structure remained until 1968 and was replaced with concrete M as we see today. That's what we saw. We saw it was concrete M. Painted white. So it looks like it's gone through two other M's. Right. Why you would make a wood M is beyond me. I have no idea. Why you, yeah, why would you take the stone out? Stone and put in wood. I don't know. But the zigzag was very exhausting mm-hmm. um a bunch of switchbacks what would i think what do we get count 13 lucky th- 13 or something like that i think something like that there are benches at the end of each switchback so that was mm-hmm. nice resting spot how many of those do you think you sat on at least six <laughs> yeah yeah so the switchbacks aren't very long but it's pretty steep you yeah. know from from the parking lot up it's kind of uphill yeah um, i don't know what in the, the elevation of missoula is 
pretty high. I think it was 3,000, something like that, 3,500. higher than that. I can't remember. But yeah, so I think coming from here to there, you were a little winded just from the elevation. Yeah, and then we went to Yellowstone, which was 68, yeah, You're jumping yeah. ahead, though. Right now we're in Missoula. Well, we, we talked about Yellowstone before. You're always, so. you're always traveling forward in time. Well, I was just trying to do the comparison. Okay, so anyway, yeah. So we did the, the Am hike, and it was fun. There was a bunch of other people out there. Mm-hmm. And we saw two deer. Oh, right, we on did. The trail. Yeah, did. and people said that they have seen bears on that trail. Which I was really glad that we didn't. Yeah, I wanted to see it really bad, but it was hiding from me. But there were two cute deer that were very close to the trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we did the M. So that was a good exercise. Oh, yeah. And then the next day we went out, um, we brought our mountain bikes. So we went to this area called the Rattlesnake Trail System. And it is just outside of town. I think it's slightly east, maybe slightly northeast of kind of downtown. Yeah. And a uh, beautiful drive into it. Um, huge parking lot. That was full. That was full. So we had to park on the road, but it was all good because we parked kind of right where the trail ended. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So bunch of trails. Most of them are blue or green with just a few um, blacks, black diamonds. What did you think about their their rating system of their trails? Oh, I thought the rating system was fine. I think with rating systems, the hardest part is why things are getting the rating they're getting. You know, is it because of elevation gain or is it because of it being really technical with, you know, biking? So it's kind of hard to know. But I think the rating system for this, at least for me, was elevation gain. Yeah, I didn't think the trail, well, the beginning of the trail, it's honestly, it starts out kind of as a a double track, double track. And then it slowly, um, as you kind of go up the creek there um, and gain elevation, it um, goes down to a single track. And that Um, was on Spring Gulch. Spring Gulch. Yeah, that's the trail we took. We took Spring Gulch up and we were looking for one called Fence Line, which we did find later, but we started out going up. Yeah, Spring Gulch up to um, Curry Gulch. And yeah, so it began super chill. I mean, literally, you could ride a cyclocross bike on the uh, first, probably two thirds of this trail. It was. But it's still slight elevation. Like it's just kind of consistent elevation. So that was a little hard for me to catch my breath. Right, but not Rocky Rudy at all. No, no. And then as you get up a little bit, you know, maybe close to the junction of, um, you know, where the trail switches back over, uh, like Stuart peak and snow bowl overlook that area that got pretty steep, um, a little bit rockier and, um, yeah, a little bit more kind of that feeling of there's probably a bear around every corner just because the forest kind of starts closing in on you a little bit. Yeah. And beautiful area. We were told that, even as cyclists, you should carry bear spray because there are bears there. Yeah, but they're brown. They said everyone said they were more black bears. Right. So you're going to see their behinds. Right, but I, I should carry bear spray there. I was. Yeah. You were nervous. I was nervous. Yeah, but so anyway, so we did that. It was super fun. So again, clam out took us a while. I mean, we 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 rode a long time that day. Mm-hmm. The 
descent uh, coming out of there. We came down. We didn't out and back instead of a loop because um, the elevation gain was just a little bit too much for me. I finally got to a point where I was like, can we turn around? Yeah, that's true. That's okay. I think we came down the, yeah, Spring Gulch. Um, I don't know. It was a little confusing, which was Double Gulch and Spring Gulch and Curry Gulch. There's a lot of gulches out there. There is. But the descent was awesome. Yeah. Like we kind of threw, uh, goes through like two or three very large meadows. Yeah. And um, the trail got super narrow, but. I think I hit 25 miles an hour at one point. I, it was super fun. Um, yeah, that coming, and I don't even know at that point what trail we were on, but through the meadows, single track, it was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, it was just as literally as fast as you could. The yeah. only thing that slowed, slowed me down at all were there were some uphill um, hikers yeah. that I was, you know, of course, polite and waited for. But besides right. that, it was... Um, well worth the climb. Yeah. I almost wanted to turn around and do it again. I did not. You did not. So, which is why we didn't do it again. Right. But it was fun. Super fun. I would definitely, if you're in Missoula and you're kind of, you know, intermediate, um, got some, and you're looking for a cross country, you know, some climbing, some non-technical descending, it's so well worth it. And we got our information from Missoula Bike Source. Yeah, they're super nice guys. Yeah, and they gave us kind of the lay of the land. Yeah, information of where to go, maybe what trails, and they will tell you what are good trails for different levels. So, yeah, good guys kind of there. Shout out to Missoula Bike Source. We'll shout out. The other trail that they had mentioned over there, which um, we did, we took a little bit of break. And then we went and rode a fence line trail. Which I think we only did a little tiny bit of fence line. I think it goes up pretty far. I I don't think so, actually. It does go to the same area that we took. I think it's way easier on that side. Kind of the problem with it is a lot of it was paved, and there was a lot of pretty small riders on it. Yeah, there were a lot of families on that trail. And it just wasn't – I didn't think it was as – Pretty of a trail. But we saw some really gigantic cows. Biggest cow I've probably ever seen in my life. Yeah, they were huge. Seriously, so big. I was just like, yeah. how is that even a cow? Anyway, um, so we did ride both trails. And yeah, so fence line, like if you've got little kids or if you're, you know, kind of a newer rider, I mean, well marked, pretty easy. Um, a lot of it's was paved and then when it where it wasn't paved is very wide you could definitely ride side by side um just get you to the same spot just not as not as pretty and i I didn't think as fun personally it it was a nice cool down ride it was a nice cool down ride yeah we added in probably like 45 minutes to our ride yeah i was very tired yeah but we did it so Mm -hmm. that was good so um but that's just like in the missoula area that's just one of I mean, there's so much mountain biking out there. So like if you're on trail forks, there's the rattlesnake area, the Marshall mountain area, the Montana snowball area, Dean stone, Piet Canyon, South Hills, blue mountain, Petty mountain. I mean, like Missoula is like the home to a lot of sweet mountain biking. And I know we'll go back. I'm not quite sure when we're going to go back, but we will definitely go back and ride more. Yeah. Maybe make it just a dedicated mountain biking trip yeah, as yeah. opposed to a layover, like what we yeah. ended up doing. Um, but yeah, 
tons of really sweet um, writing. And I think a lot of it out there is BLM. So I think that we could do um, dispersed camping in quite, yeah. a, quite a bit of that area. We ended up staying at the KOA park just because that's what we could find. And we didn't know the area um, is the cleanest KOA I've maybe ever been to. Yeah, it was really clean. Um, they were pretty quiet at night. So that really was really good. we shared it with a whole bunch of uh, baseball teams and, and lacrosse. Teams. Yeah. Um, I will say the only downside was it was really close to a, a pretty main street. And there was a lot of racing at night. Yeah. It's really weird. Masula's got a, got the wild, wild West thing going on. At least on that side of town, you know, we, when we got closer into like the city and stuff where the breweries are and everything, it's very different, yeah. but, um, ton of breweries, ton yeah. of cool shops. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, where we were, it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting. There was a lot of drag racing going on <laughs> at night yeah. down that road. But I did, I did like the KOA. I thought it was really clean. I thought, you know, good showers, everything like that. So yeah. if you're camping and you just need one night to, have some nice amenities is <laughs> not a bad place. Yeah. If you're self-contained, you got your food, you don't care about a shower. You know, I would, I would next time hundred percent, I'm just going to disperse camp. Yeah. Yeah. So I like showers. Well, that's true. So, Hey, Missoula, let's clean up that. Let's clean up the drag strip. That we, <laughs> <laughs> it's given their, their city a bad name. <laughs> I definitely was like, I'm never coming back here. And Deb's like, no, remember the fun we had. I'm like, okay. <laughs> The, the other interesting thing is when we were driving out to the mountain bike place from our KOA park, we saw so many deer. Like, it was really, really crazy. So many deer. I mean, they were just in people's front lawns and just yeah. very comfortable don't need to buy around a, people. Don't need to buy a lawnmower in Missoula. Just no. let the deer do the trimming for you. So, just... Drive slowly. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, be careful. And this was like broad daylight. We were out there. Yeah. And there were still like and they were, so, so many docile deer. Right. And they're taking their time walking across the street. They don't really care about people. Clearly, they need more bears. No. Well, that gets those deer moving if they know they're going to be lunch. No. All right. Just a thought. So, anyway, that kind of wraps up mountain biking in Missoula. Our little... I mean, it was just a little taster that we got of it, mm-hmm. but it was super fun. Um, I would, I can't wait to go back again. And so we are going to do it. Yeah. Yep. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Down and dirty. Climb the M when you're there as well. Debbie loved every single step of it. Take water. Yeah. We saw a bunch of people that didn't have water. I, we didn't have water. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. We just forgot it in the car. He's lying. I don't lie. We forgot the water in the car. So take water on the hike with you. It will make it more pleasant. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye, Deborah. Bye.